0: Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, kitchens, baths, tile, appliances, and more. You name it, we chat about it. And now on with the show. Well, today is July 17th already. And, you know, I talk about everything having to do with the home, and our next guest is actually a web designer. And you might say, well, what has that got to do with your home? But guess what? A lot of people who are staying home, running their business out of their home, or Maybe they had a thought for a new business, and everybody needs a website. Now, Chris Diamond is my web designer and my IT guy, and he is phenomenal. And I want to have him discuss a lot of things about websites. So if you are starting a business or if you have a website and you want to improve it, this is the website for you to listen to. Hey, Chris, thanks a lot for stopping by.
1: Hey, no problem. Glad to be here.
0: I've got a million questions for you about websites. So uh, first, I want to ask you, how did you start? I mean, you've been doing this with me for geez, many, many years, but how did you start doing this?
1: Well, actually, I started, I was an IT guy um, at Disney, and while I was working there, I worked for the division that put on the stage plays, you know, like Lion King on Broadway and so on. Mm-hmm. And while I was there, um, we needed to communicate in just in our division. So I started by building a website, uh, internal website, because, you know, Disney pays hundreds of thousands of dollars for their external websites. But we, we did an internal website just to spread information and, and calendars and such.
0: Almost so- like a newsletter.
1: Yeah, it was like an online newsletter. And, and so, what
0: year was this? Because websites um well they started getting popular about 2000, 2001.
1: Oh, this is uh, way, way before that. That was this was back in um about nineteen ninety six. And back then I was using HTML and, you know, hand coding every page and Oh, was, I
0: remember that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was quite uh it was quite taxing.
0: So, was that popular? Did they enjoy it?
1: Oh, they loved it. Yeah. And then from there, I just started, um, you know, doing websites for friends, businesses, and such. And then when I came here to Arizona, um, I was doing tech support and web design. And I would meet people and I'd say, they'd say, What do you do? And I'd say, Oh, I do tech support because that was my main thing. And I'd say, Oh, I do tech support. You know, here's all the stuff I do. And I'd say, Oh, yeah. And I do websites too. And they'd say, Oh, you do websites? And I was getting a lot more people interested in me doing websites and doing their tech support. So then I kind of transitioned over to mostly doing websites.
0: Mm. Okay, let's go back to Disney. Did you have a good rapport with Mickey?
1: I did not
0: because
1: oh, really? <laughs> I, I rarely, I rarely, uh, I rarely went to the park. So in the, when you grew up in California as a kid, you go every year, twice a year, sometimes three times, four times a year to Disneyland. So when you become an adult, you're like pretty Disneyland out.
0: Oh, although I know some adults who are just enamored with the Mickey Minnie or Donald or Goofy or whatever. Oh they yeah.
1: And and we call those at Disney you're not an employee, you're a cast member. Oh, and cute. we call those cast members Pixie Dusted. Those are the <laughs> ones that were super into Disney. Because there was quite a few people that were really into Disney and Disneyland.
0: Oh, good. Okay. And I've been to Disney World a couple of times. No, wait. I was there once. My kids were there many times. I think they're over it. Anyway, let's get back to websites. So when somebody is thinking of creating a website or let's start with that. They have a business and let's face it, if they don't have a website, they're missing a very important uh, piece of the puzzle. Where do they start?
1: well there's a couple things to consider when when designing a website from scratch and even uh updating your website because a lot of people don't think about this stuff when they're building their website, but it really needs to be addressed um, and the first is what do you want your website to do for you and that's you know there's two types of there's basically two types of websites there's a marketing website and that's a website that you're using the website to to bring people to you to get new clients, and you want that to rank high in Google, and you want it to you know really um, bring you clients in. And there's a marketing website, and that's for people. I'll give you an example. We, you know, I live in a big HOA here in Arizona, and we have a website, but it's not really set to to bring new clients in. It's more informational for the people that live here. So, we call so it a, bro- like a
0: private website.
1: Yeah, well, we call it a brochure website because oh, it's, okay. it's like a brochure. Um,
0: well, that just proves that anybody can have a website. Even if you have a little neighborhood watch area, you can set up a website.
1: Absolutely. Right? Anything, anytime yeah. you want people to get information, a website's a good way to, to do it.
0: Yes, I think it's much better than a blog.
1: And then the next consideration is how much do you want to spend? Because, you know, I'm, I'm, um, big into the WordPress community here in Arizona. And I can tell you there's people that do websites for a couple hundred dollars and there's people that won't touch websites under $15,000. So wow. there's a whole gamut of, of designers and, and how much they charge. And so you had, you mostly have to think of your budget rather than going to a designer and saying, Hey, I want this website. Think about your budget first and then you can, discuss with the designer, developer, you know, how much that you're willing to spend because that'll uh, determine what type of website. Um, now, another thing that you want to um, you, you think about is how involved you want to be in your website. And you know, Nancy, you're very involved in your website.
0: <laughs> well, I'll just say that uh, you you have more or less put my website together, the bones of it. But I'm on it every single day, adding information and changing things. And I find when I go into Google and put the website in there, uh, I'm all over the place because I am so active in it. Is that true? Isn't that the reason why?
1: That is exactly the reason why. You get a lot of, uh, we call call it Google cred, because <laughs> your site's constantly changing, your and you're constantly adding new stuff. and you're, And the stuff that you're adding... Is relevant to what your website's about, and that that yes. really helps your uh, Google cred.
0: And because I am on it all the time, everybody else wants to be on it, so I get a lot of spam on there, and a lot of people trying to break in. Correct?
1: That is correct, and we'll address that later, t- okay. later on down down the down the line here. But um, funny thing is, when I when I talk about how much you want to spend on your website, people c- my biggest question is people come up to me and they say. How much is a website?
0: Oh yeah. And yeah. So I how say, much is a kitchen design? Yeah, I get that I say, all the time. Well
1: I use I use analogy. How much is a house? You know, how much does it cost to build a house? And there's yeah. it, it could it could be, you know, from a couple hundred thousand dollars to a couple million dollars or more, depending on what you want. So that's that's yeah. kinda how I approach that question.
0: I always say it's more than a happy meal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. I'll have to use that one.
0: Yeah, I I have going. I was going to say going back to how much you want to be involved, Chris. I have seen websites that look like um, maybe they're ten years old and nobody's touched them. You can you can almost tell by the way it looks that it hasn't had any activity, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I uh, I we're looking for a dog right now, and I ran across two breeders that have websites. And they look like something I designed, you know, the first day I, I designed a website and they're terrible.
0: So that tells me that you don't even know if they have any dogs anymore.
1: Well, it tells me that they don't really either they have more business than they need or
0: right.
1: they're not really thinking about, you know, how their business comes across or how the what their image is.
0: Hmm. Yeah, true. So okay. They,
1: um, the other thing you want to think about, and this is, um, is how you're going to market your website because, uh, you know, the, in the 10 years ago, everything was SEO, 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 you know, I want to get on yeah. the first page of Google. Um, that's not really that relevant anymore. SEO is not that relevant. It, 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 you have to do some SEO. Um, and for people who don't know, that means, uh, search engine optimization. You have to do some SEO, but. Uh, more people people are more successful when they market their sites through social media now, and you know that, oh, Nancy, because yeah. you do a lot of social media.
0: Right. The idea of tying in my website to every conceivable social media platform is very time consuming. I got to tell you, but it works.
1: Right. And the other thing you want to think about is uh, where you're going to host your website. There's there's two two factors to a website. One is where you buy your domain name and the other one is where you're going to where your website's going to sit It has to sit somewhere somebody has to host it and you know if you have a good designer developer they will guide you on where you where you want to host your website i use a company that um a company that that specializes in wordpress hosting because your site's built on wordpress as our probably 60 70% of the sites on the web now are in WordPress.
0: Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that later. But can somebody host their own website? I mean, is that possible?
1: Well, yes, yes. Uh, I don't recommend that because there's a lot of um, maintenance and security issues to running a web server, and you're going to be spending – half your time just worrying about maintenance and security on a web server.
0: Yeah. So if you, well, I think there was a question, how much time do you want to put into your website? And that hosting it would probably take the bulk of your time.
1: Right, right. And maintaining.
0: Okay. All right. So we got that out of the way. So that's why I use you, Chris, because I don't have time to host or I throw things at you. You tell me how many people have tried to break in and you update it. And do we want to talk about that? What you do for me? Or my yeah. So, friends. what a
1: developer does, what a good developer does, is first of all, when you're when you're looking at developers, you want to know what system they're going to develop your website in, what CMS. Um, like I said, WordPress is the prominent way to create a website now. Um, there are there are other systems like Joomla and Drupal. But the problem, and I had one client do this, and they moved from a WordPress site to a Drupal website. And they're they're uh, WordPress and Drupal are both what they call CMS, content management systems, and they're kind of the bones of the website. Now the problem with Drupal, Drupal is very powerful, and it, it's a, it's a really good development uh, platform. But they ran into the problem of why I recommended they didn't do Drupal, which they did anyway. And that is that when they have problems, I can, if you have a WordPress site, I can give you a hundred people that can help you with your WordPress site. If you said my site's in Drupal, I probably know one person that could help you. So, I mean, that's something to think about. It's like buying a car that, you know, there's one mechanic in town that works on that particular car.
0: Okay. I have a question. If I'm in WordPress, if I had a question, why would you let me know about a hundred people that can help me? Why wouldn't you help me?
1: Well, I would, but I'm just saying that, you know, if for some reason I'm too busy or, you know, I don't do that kind of work that you want to have done, then I can always recommend somebody else. I have a lot of people, but like I said, if you use those other, other systems, you know, you might be hard-pressed to find somebody to help you if you're having problems. This mm-hmm. particular client was having having uh, security issues, and they called me up, and I said, well, look, you know, I don't do Drupal, so you're going to have to go back to the person that developed your website. And they said, well, that, you know, it's a company, and they're really hard to get a hold of, and they're not responsive, and, I, you know, I felt terrible. I wanted to do something for them, but I'm really not a Drupal developer, so there's nothing I could do.
0: That's a cute name, though, Drupal.
1: Yeah, and Joomla.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. That's another whole business, trying to come up with these weird names.
1: Absolutely. Okay,
0: so um, I would say that before they find a web developer they would or decide on one, they would want to see what kind of product this developer has come up with. I would want to check out some of his work, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and another thing you want to look for in a developer – is do they do do they have other skills like graphic design for for instance, um, and you say well why would they need to have graphic design skills well you know if you if you have a logo but say your logo is vertical and on your website it needs to be horizontal you need somebody that can manipulate those graphics to work with your website um, and you know speaking of money one oh, did biggest, we speak of money? <laughs> we were earlier. But I always speak of money. Um okay. one of the biggest um costs that most people when they when I develop a website for them is that you know, looking for images. That's a, it's, it doesn't sound like a hard thing to do, but um you know, I, I spend a lot of hours sometimes on a site looking for images, and you know you 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 well, searching. I do
0: all that myself. Right. So, right. I mean, this is a little bit different because I am so integrated into my site that I think, as I mentioned before, you set up the template based on what I want it to look like. And um, I pick out the colors, the graphics, and I add the text. But you've made it easier for me to go in there. And when I do have a problem, that's when I call you, as you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I should probably
0: have you in my phone as trouble. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so there, I'm sure there are a lot of people who don't have the time to look for the graphics or do a lot of what I do on my site.
1: Yeah. And that can save you a lot of money. Um, at least with me, if I'm developing your site, if the more organized you are, the less it's going to cost you. Because I, if I have to, you know, if you're just throwing stuff at me and I have to organize it and I have to find images and you know, you want me to pick colors and fonts, you know, that all that stuff takes time. If you have all that organized before we start your development of your site or your redesign, it's going to go a lot faster and a lot smoother.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people think, oh, I'll just have you do my website. Chris, do my website. Yeah, and website they don't understand that they have to feed you all of the information because you don't have ESP. You don't know what they want. So it's a lot of homework that the – owner of the website has to do to then feed it to you. Right. uh, Uh, Sort of like a kitchen. I I can't walk into a kitchen and read their mind. I need the information that I have to pull out from them. And then I design this kitchen and then um, I have to show them what we came up with and then they have to decide what they want to do.
1: Exactly. That's that's another big problem I run into. And what happens is they say, okay, let's design a website and I kind of want this and this and this, and they're not, you know, giving me exact information. Then I put the site together and they say, oh, well, let's change this and this and this. And, you know, every time you change stuff, that that costs you money because I, you know, it's just like if you put in, somebody said, I want you to design a kitchen for me and you do it and you put it in and they say, well, I don't really like those countertop now. Let's take those out and get a different one.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know what, you have to give people, whether they're having a kitchen done or a website, you put it together as a preliminary, but you have to actually set the parameters and say, you know, we can change everything once, but you know, you've done this ten times. I can't I can't do it for free. So people have to be a little more decisive once you put this preliminary together. Right. Don't you agree?
1: So the last thing I'll say about looking for developers, find somebody who's reliable. Find somebody who's been in the business for a while, like me, um, because...
0: Yeah, stay away from those uh, high school kids that <laughs> are good on the computer. And I've heard people do this. Oh, yeah, my friend's son, yeah, he's done a couple of websites. He's a senior in high school. Yeah.
1: Yeah, whenever I get somebody like that, I'll say, oh, you know, would you like me to build your website? And they say, no, my nephew, you know, built a website. He's going to do it. And I'll say, okay, well, you know, I'm sure I'll hear from you in a few months. So (laughs) good luck with that because, you know, you want somebody who does it for, for a living and you want somebody who's reliable because down the road you're going to want to make some changes or something's going to go wrong and you want that person to be there for you.
0: Oh, exactly. Now's the time for my story. If you have a web designer or an IT person that you can't get a hold of when you need them immediately because to you, this is an important problem or subject, but your guy is out camping somewhere and he's not going to get back to you in a week, you've got to look for a different web designer. Now, in my situation, I was hacked. And I panicked because people were going into my website and somebody had hacked it and they rerouted my website to a porn site. This happened to be a Saturday when most people are relaxing, so I called Chris. Remember this? I do. And you were camping but you had your laptop with you and you were able to solve that problem immediately. And then of course we had to work on trying to get it completely fixed, but you shut it down rather than people go to a porn site. So that's probably unusual because every time I've needed you, you've been there for me. So that's the biggest recommendation I have for this.
1: Yeah. I don't really go on vacation. I just go somewhere else uh, to work.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, you know what? We've got to talk about this summer heat. Uh, this week, it's been in the the teens, the 100-plus teens. We're all dying of the heat, but being in Arizona, we kind of get used to it. But um, Premier Lighting is having a great sale on ceiling fans, and from what I hear, they're going to push it to the end of July, so you have a couple more weeks left. They have such a selection, and if you don't want to go into their showroom, which is located in Scottsdale, because who wants to go shopping right now in this pandemic, you can go on their website, shoppremier.com, and that's S-H-O-P p r e m i e r dot com and you can look at all of the fans plus all the fixtures they have and you can actually buy online but if you have any questions you can call them they will answer your questions i am not sure if they'll come to your house they used to do that before this pandemic but Certainly, they'll answer all your questions. So you can call them at 623-907-2669. And don't forget, it's shoppremier.com. They will ship anywhere in the world. So, Chris.
1: And I bet they have LED lights, which actually help you stay cool in the summer.
0: Oh, absolutely. I've changed more people's um, incandescent or... um, halogen lights which give off a lot of heat to the leds so if you have any problems or questions about that you can call them they are a plethora of information so getting back to the subject at hand what's next okay I want a so website. what do i do
1: there's there's some things you want to make sure that your website has so you you've built this beautiful website you're getting clients left and right because they're they're you know coming Seeing your website and they're saying, "Wow, this is beautiful. These people must do a really good job." Um, there's a couple things to make sure that your website includes, and all my websites that I build have everything I'm going to tell you right now. Um, the first is a security plugin, and as Nancy relayed before, she got hacked. That was because we were using a plugin that somebody had developed and they had abandoned the development on it. And we were still using it because it was the only way to do what we wanted to do at that time. Um,
0: so it was insecure, I it guess was we'd very say. Very insecure, huh? yes.
1: Shaky. Uh, <laughs> so, so security plugins keep um, keep that from happening. But that what they also do is they also lock out people that are trying to log in with with um, inf- with the wrong information. And you know, I I send reports every um, every month to my clients. And it shows how many times people have tried to get into their website and were unavailable to. And and if we look at Nancy's report, sometimes she has people from China. She has logins from New Zealand, logins from India. You wouldn't believe. Sometimes there's, you know, in one week they'll lock out 200, 200 people.
0: Yes. Because they're, well, they're, yes. I have 39,000 potential people that have tried to break into my site.
1: Yeah. So a Plus. lot of people don't think that, because they think, oh, I just have a little, you know, I have a little mom and pop business and I have a little website. No one's going to break into that, but believe me, they try.
0: Can we say, Chris, that the more popular your site becomes, the more chances of people trying to break in because they're trying to get into a site that has a lot of traffic, right?
1: Well, the thing is that they're using bots and bots don't really care about the popularity. They're just sending out. They're just sending out logins, trying to log into any site they can. So you know, a big site like you know New York Times is going to obviously get hacked a lot more because there's more to gain from that. But don't think that the little sites are are immune to that because people will just use bots and they'll just send out random, find random sites and try and log into them because from there, you know, once they can log into them, they can turn them into. turn them into a bot. So your website's sending out spam email mm-hmm. or they can redirect your website like Nancy, they did in Nancy's case. And there's there's I could do a whole segment on security. It's it's incredible.
0: Which we have done in the past.
1: Yes, we have. And we should probably <laughs> We've done it on update computer that. security.
0: Yeah. So um, we'll the, do that in a couple of months.
1: Yeah. The other thing you need to do is make sure you have a good SEO plug-in and even if you're not gonna you know, spend a lot of time on your SEO, you do want to make sure that Google picks up your site. And if someone's searching for a certain subject, um, your site will be in the search results. So I always put an SEO plugin and we can, we can expand on that and optimize the SEO, but just having that plugin is 50% of the job. Um, The other thing you want to make sure is you have a maintenance plan. And with a maintenance plan, with mine, it's called WP Umbrella. Um, basically, we go in because what happens is people develop these plugins, and I put the plugin on your site, and these other people with wearing black hats, they will go in and try and find a security flaw in the plugin. Um, and when they find a security flaw, then they do a search and find websites that have, are running that plugin. And so once... once Um, a security flaw is discovered, usually the person who wrote the plugin will fix it and send out an update. And this goes uh, with themes, uh, WordPress itself and plugins all get updates. And sometimes I, I check them almost daily and probably doing, I don't know, 10 to 20, 30, 40, 50 updates a week. Um, so you want to make sure that with your maintenance plan, somebody is updating the plugins and the themes and WordPress itself. Now you can do that yourself to save some money, but that only is good if, if you go into your site almost daily. If you're, you know, doing a blog once a month and that's how long you, that's the, uh, you know the frequency of which you go into your website, then no, you need somebody to be updating those, those, uh, plug themes and, and WordPress itself. And the last thing we'll mention is a backup plan. Um, this is how I was able to fix Nancy's website is I have backups up to, um, I keep a daily backup and then I keep a weekly backup. So if your site is hacked, you know, and I know it got hacked on Friday, I can go back and restore it from what it was like on Wednesday before it got hacked. And, you know, instead of spending hours and hours and hours trying to, trying to get the malware out of your site, I just restore it back to how it was. We changed some passwords and then chances are that's going to fix that.
0: Well, I think we've covered just about everything. Uh, Now it's up to you guys who are listening to this podcast to decide do you want to have a website? Do you want to have a better website? There's a lot of things to think about, right, Chris?
1: Absolutely, because you don't want it. Even if you have a website already, if it's not doing anything for you, then what's the use of having the website? If it's not doing what you want it to do, I want to get you know, more clients because I need more clients. I make more money when I get more clients. Then, and your website's not doing anything for you, then it's just sitting there wasting your money.
0: Yeah, because obviously you have to pay um, for the domain. I mean, this is an ongoing thing. You don't just get a website and put it in the drawer and close the drawer and forget about it. So unless you want to do that, I don't think a lot of people want to spend the money and then ignore it, right?
1: Exactly. And And another thing is, like we mentioned before, marketing. I always use this analogy. I say you can build a beautiful website just like you can design a beautiful brochure and if you just set that brochure on your desk, you know what good is that doing you? You have to you have to get people to look at that brochure and get it into their hands. So same with the website. If you build a beautiful website and it's just sitting there, then and you're not doing any marketing, then you're just it's not doing anything for you.
0: So I got to put this in kitchen terms like I always do. If you remodel your kitchen, or even if you have a new house with a new kitchen and things start breaking and you don't fix them, you're going to end up with a mess. And then you go to sell the house and you sell it sell it as a fixer-upper. So everything has to be maintained in your life, including us, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, Chris, you yeah. want to say any last-minute words because i know we can talk for another 20 minutes but uh and I know we often you have, do. <laughs> yeah, i know you have things to do and people oh, to it's meet. it's funny cuz I'll,
1: I'll get on the phone with Nancy and we'll say, "Oh, can you just, you know, change change this from red to blue on my site?" and we'll end up talking for 30 minutes cuz we we like enjoy talking to each other.
0: And that's why we're doing a podcast, Chris.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if you want to get a hold of me, my business is called Hogfish Web Studios. And obviously, you can get me at hogfishwebstudios.com. And, you know, I can provide website development for you. I can help you with your marketing. Uh, Definitely have some maintenance plans and backup plans for you and whatever else you need. I even produce podcasts. And this podcast you're listening to, I produced. Yes.
0: Yes. Um, and if you, well, I'm your biggest uh, fan, by the way. So well, if anybody you. has any questions. So time for you to go do the thing with the kids. So thank you for uh, chatting with me. Yeah. Let and me just, I hope, go ahead. Let me just
1: give my contact information. If you want to get a hold of me, you can um, contact me at chris at hogfishwebstudios.com or you can call me at 480 270 4232.
0: Thank you. There's my plug.
1: There's my shameless plug.
0: Yeah, there it is. Hey, have a good day with the kids. I hope everybody enjoyed today's show. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. By the way, these podcasts are on. Probably 15 platforms you have your choice, including iHeartRadio. And don't forget to share them with your friends. Don't keep them a secret. I have so many podcasts with so much good information. It's definitely worth sharing. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com, find out what I'm all about. And if you have any questions for me or for Chris and you forgot what his his email is, You can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. Stay safe out there and have a great day.